0: Hello everyone and welcome back to Climbing the Ivy on the fan side of network. This is your host, Alex Pat. It's just me for this episode. It's a smaller mini episode and we are live right now on Periscope on Twitter uh, doing this as well. So uh, if you're listening to this this recording, this was live uh, over Twitter and if you're watching this live, thank you. I uh, do appreciate it. Uh, Please be sure to share Climbing the Ivy. This episode will be posted uh, on iTunes like it always is if you're watching live and if you're listening now. uh, You can also watch it on Periscope. Uh, If you want to look at me talk, if you don't want to look at me talk, yeah, I understand that. Not a lot of people like to look at my face. It's okay. Uh, But the Cubs just lost another crucial game in Milwaukee 3-2, 3-2, to Christian Yelich walk-off, he scores a base runner, which got on, yet another Addison Russell misplay, something that has happened quite frequently lately, um, you know, there's a lot we could go on about that, but, you know, just looking at the broader picture here, uh, for this Cubs team, uh, three and a half back of the Cardinals, a few weeks to go, you have one more in Milwaukee, then you go to four in San Diego, three against Pittsburgh, three against Cincinnati, four against St. Louis, and those games right there are your final regular season home games of the year. Then you go to Pittsburgh, then you go to St. Louis to finish the season. Uh, and right now, the Diamondbacks, yes, the Diamondbacks, the team that sold their best player and looked like a rebuilding team are hot on the Cubs' heels for that second wild card spot. Uh, I guess the only good news I have right now is the uh, Nationals have lost a few games, so they're kind of catching up there. Uh, kinda, I guess. But, I mean, in reality, this feels like a sinking ship. A ship that is sinking fast. And, you know, it's not just the results of the games, but Craig Kimball was just sidelined with elbow inflammation. Today we just learned that Javier Baez has a hairline fracture. We don't know how long he's going to miss. For all we know, he could be missing the rest of the season. Wilson Contreras has come back from that hamstring injury. Now, he's played very well, but he hasn't played in the last two days, and it's been recommended that he doesn't play every day and gets like two days off. So that's not, that, that, that's not good right there on its own. I you know, that's not an ideal situation. You Darvish had his forearm issue, but he came back and looked very good today. He only threw like seventy-two pitches, but I mean he looked very good, uh, from what I heard. I I missed most of the game tonight, uh because I was out. I, I there were the game was on TVs and wherever I was, you know, restaurants, bars where I was tonight. Uh, But, you know, I I didn't watch it as carefully, obviously, because I was out socializing with people. I just kind of saw what was happening. Uh, Tonight's game was mismanaged very poorly, uh, I thought, by Madden. And I've tried to give Madden the benefit of the doubt in a number of areas. I mean, no one's going to fully agree with the manager 100% of the time. But look... After you took the lead, you got one run with the bases loaded, nobody out, which you knew from the start was going to be trouble. I mean, let's face it, you knew that was going to be trouble. But you brought in Phelps in a one-run game. You had Wick. You had Kinsler. You brought in Phelps. And then to face Christian Yelich, you brought in Derek Holland. The only thing that makes sense there is lefty-lefty, but Derek Holland hasn't done well. And you're facing an MVP candidate. And then you finally bring in Phelps. After... Or you bring in... Sorry. You bring in Wick. Uh, I don't know what to say. I, I don't get what the thought process was. I really don't. It's It's been tough for Madden to manage a bullpen that has often been hurt and is often underachieved but this made no sense to me whatsoever and in addition to this I I don't always like looking at the lineup and blaming everything on the way the lineup's constructed but leading off Al again come on why why we knew that wasn't gonna work it, it it never has you're going to preach a sense of urgency and you're you're trying to play rinky dinky matchups at this point you got to start the best guys who are on your team it's it's do or die time if these are truly truly the the team that is going to contend and these are truly all-star players then you would want them to thrive in any situation, especially in crunch time. I mean, isn't this where we're at? Don't we want to see a sense of urgency? Where is it i I, I don't know what else to say. I've been going on and on about this for a while. And so of other fans, but we're just we're not getting any answers. What's what's really frustrating is that every single time this team has a th- two, three, four stretch of really good games, they just they they do this. You win a few games, you score ten runs in each, and they look like the Cubs they were supposed to be, and then you lay these eggs. You get blown out, you don't score any runs, you lose a close game, you don't score any runs, and you blow a late lead when you still scored a few runs. And then you're just like, okay, in a few games, they'll score a bunch of runs again, and then it'll be the same cycle over and over, repeat, repeat, repeat. I, it's, it's amazing how predictable these games are. As soon as the Cubs settled for one in that one inning, you knew the Brewers were going to at least tie the game. And it only took one pitch to tie the game. Surprising, no. At this point, no. It's, it's really not. It's amazing how the same stuff happens over and over and over. It, it really is. Where do we go from here? The division is... It, it, it's going to take a miracle at this point. You're going to probably have to go 5-2, and 6-1 and one against the Cardinals alone. And the Cardinals are not slowing down. Even if they are playing at an unsustainable rate, they're not slowing down. And you can't expect them to slow down. You have to treat them like they are hot no matter what. Whether they've lost a few games, won a few games, when you go into those those first few games, uh, what is it, two weeks from now, roughly, you got to treat them like they're on fire. That's your only option. That's all you can do. You have to. Winning the division is going to require the Cubs to really go on a tear these last few weeks and for the Cardinals to slip a bit. The chances of that happening, I, I think they're pretty slim. If this team was fully healthy, maybe that'd be different. But they're not. Again, Baez hurt. Kimbrell hurt. Contreras back, but hurting. At, at least he's not going to be playing every day. You've had Rizzo and his back issues. You hope you, Darvish, doesn't have any more pain in his forearm. You know, tonight was at least promising that he looked good. But, yeah, there's just a lot of issues. A lot of injury issues, a lot of inconsistency, and just a lot of bad play. It's amazing how the Cubs can't do anything against Gio Gonzalez. He just has their number as do a lot of soft tossing lefties after what was it a week ago you destroyed Noah Syndergaard you destroyed really you destroyed Marcus I mean Marcus Stroman you got to him at least and I wouldn't say destroyed Jacob DeGrom but you beat him you had your backup catcher hit two home runs off him you beat him, but Gio Gonzalez, can't do anything, struggling pitchers in the Brewers' bullpen, nada, it, it, it really fits that whole narrative that they thrive against the greats and always, you know, fall apart against the ones who you'd expect to beat, I mean, look, Ben Gamble has absolutely roasted you all season. All season. You're going to look back on this year and say, well, if we just could have gotten the Ben Gamels of the world out, maybe we would have won the division if they indeed do not win the division. I mean, it's going to be a lot of that. Right above me, on my bulletin board, I have a schedule, a Cubs schedule. And I am looking right now across the entire season, and I see so many resulted games that have come because of a lot of losses that have resulted from blown late leads. I'm sorry, that was a very poorly constructed sentence. I'm sorry. It's been a, it's been a busy day, a lot of fun. It's late. So you know what I mean. Just going back to the first series in Texas. You blew two games there. You blew a bad one in Atlanta. Then you started winning a bit. Then you get into mid-May. You blew a game in Cincinnati. You blew a few against the Phillies at home. Now, one was on a bad, missed, check swing, so that was just kind of, you know, bad luck. You blew at least two winnable games in St. Louis. June. You lost some tough ones against Atlanta. You lost some tough ones against the Mets. You lost some tough ones against the Dodgers. July. You had the fiasco on the 3rd of July in Pittsburgh. You had that fiasco in San Francisco. You had the back-to-back gut-wrenchers in Milwaukee. Then you get to August. August. The infamous Phillies game with the Bryce Harper Grand Slam. The day after that. And then you have tonight. That's a lot of blown games. That's a lot of blown games. Oh, I also forgot May. Go back to May. The A. Eugenio Suarez game. Forgot about that one. Can't forget about that one. Off Steve C. That right there, those games that I just mentioned, are the difference between the Cubs winning the division and either settling for a wild card or not making the postseason. It really hurts to look back at those. It really, really does. So just looking at the team right now, with the injury issues, with the inconsistencies, With the sloppy play, I mean, I I think at best they're going to be that second wild card team. They're going to have to play in a one and done game, and if they pull that one and done game off, well, then you're then you're off to L.A. And I do not think that they're going to be beating L.A. Strange things have happened. It is baseball but I certainly wouldn't be picking them to beat LA in a division series. Again, you never know, but I I wouldn't feel too good about it. I just it it really feels like this team is pretty much pretty much cooked. Maybe I'm wrong in a few weeks. I don't know. There's always that tiny part of me that tries to keep hope. But when you see the same patterns of the same problems over and over, all season long. Well, I, I don't know why I feel overly confident right now. And Joe Madden will always have a special place in the city for you know obvious reasons. He came in, he changed the culture he got them a world series it's it the it, it's his time's up it couldn't be more obvious the writing is on the wall it's it's time to move on next year it really is and i've defended joe madden on so many occasions but when it's pretty clear that your time is up well I, I, I just, I to me, by the day, it becomes more and more clear that that's where we are right now. And the other thing I wanted to say is you look at the way Addison Russell has played. He may have hit a home run today, but the overall body of work is not good. You saw in the postgame him trying to talk about his his misplay, which he's made plenty of. You know, trying to play it off as, well, you know, I, I still made a great play to get there. I felt good about that. The throw just sailed. I got to get better. Enough of it. Just enough. 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 We're all sick of it. I never wanted him back on this team for obvious reasons. And now that Javi's hurt, this is pretty much who we're stuck with. And go out, get a backup. Could have gotten one pretty cheap. At least someone who can feel the ball and throw it cleanly. You know, Addison Russell was used at times for late-inning defense, whatever. But you could have gotten more depth. I don't think you really trust Bodie to be in that position right now. That's who you're pretty much stuck with at this point. I mean, Zach Short and Nico Horner, I don't think they're, uh, you know, Nico Horner I think is going to be a great part of this future, but right now, uh, I I don't really see that being a solution. So unfortunately, you're pretty much stuck with this unless they decide to take a chance with that. I don't know. I doubt it. I really do. That's the situation they're in. And you know, I don't want to talk too much off season because we still do have to get there first. With oh, how many ever games it is to play twenty some, but you know, it could be another short October or no October, depending on how things go. I mean, it's it's really a shame. It's really sad. It's really depressing. Just a few years ago, we thought that this team was going to be winning multiple titles, going on multiple runs, and I mean, hey, they did make it back to the NLCS the next year, but you look at the way last year ended, you look at the way this year is playing out, it's pretty dang disappointing. I mean, You can go on and on about how this team has been disappointing, from the play, to the personnel, to how certain situations have been handled. A lot of disappointment, and it's too bad because you look at a number of guys on this team this year who are having very good years. You Darvish is bouncing back. Anthony Rizzo is having one of the best offensive years he's ever had. Chris Bryant he's been very up and down, very very up and down, but the overall body of work is still good. Wilson Contreras is having a fantastic year. You know, unfortunately that hamstring injury sidelined him for a bit, but you know, the overall body of work he's put together has been great. Baez was having a good year, and then the injuries started piling up. Uh, Kyle Schwarber, say what you will about him, but, I mean, the dude's on pace to hit nearly 40 home runs and around 100 RBI. The on-base percentage is little above 320, which, you know, maybe you'd hope for more, but the OPS, the slugging, the home runs, that all looks really good. Uh, so at least there's that. But you have so many holes, so many problems. You know, it's they're clearly, on paper, far from the top contenders in this league. They are far from the Yankees, the Astros, the Dodgers, the Braves. They're not close to them. They really are not. But that's that's the reality of it. It really is. So, take, right now, as you will... I'm not going to tell you to feel one way or the other. I mean, that's, that's up, up to you as a fan to decide. But if you talk to me right now, my confidence in this team is is not there. And with every bad loss like this, hope just just continues to fade. And every time it looks like they kind of perk up a bit, this happens. As soon it's going to be over, this regular season. We may be playing October baseball. We may not be. Who knows? I I just don't feel it right now. I, I really don't. Mr. Krabs does not feel it. So that's pretty much all I got right now. This is kind of a a more emotional episode. I've had several of these types of episodes this year, but I really felt like this loss brought the need for one. Just to give you guys something to think about. So, again, I want to thank my live audience for watching. I know you guys left comments. I'm sorry I didn't really address them. It's it's kind of hard to look at comments and talk at the same time. So I really do appreciate you guys leaving the comments, and I appreciate you guys watching. And uh, please, please, please uh, check out Cubby's Crib and check out the rest of Climbing the Ivy. We really do appreciate you guys listening and sharing the show. Uh, It really helps us grow, really helps us get our name out there. And a reminder to you that you can listen to the show at iTunes.com. You could check out Cubby's Crib at Cubby's Crib.com. So until next week, when the Cubs are in San Diego, I'm Alex Pat, and thanks for listening.